Hey everyone, welcome back to Rocky Unscripted, where we talk about faith when Sunday is over. Hey, over the course of the next several episodes, we're going to do something that we have never done before, pretty unique, and that is we are going to be talking about the stories behind the music. A lot of you know that Rocky Unscripted is produced by Rocky Mountain Christian Church, and we have a worship band here that we call Rocky Worship. We have an album that is going to drop on November 4th, but we said, hey, why don't we share some stories about how we wrote the songs and give everyone a sneak peek of each of those songs. So we're starting that today. So we're going to be talking about a song called Where You Are, and I sit down with Luke Hall and Dane Voorhees. These are two of our worship pastors here at Rocky and uh, two of the main songwriters that we have um, at our church. And the, the, the stories, the insight that they have behind the music is really, really interesting. We hope you guys love it, and let's dive into the conversation. Guys, thanks so much for being willing to be on the show. It's good to have you. Luke and Dane. What's up? What's up? The first voice was Luke. Say it again. What's up? Okay. And then here's Dane. Oh, hey. Because uh, people don't hear you guys enough. Right. No, not yeah, very often. We need to change that. Yeah, yeah. No. Th- That's why we recorded these songs. Yes. So people that do come to Rocky, uh, most people only go to one of the, you know, one campus. They don't go to the other. So one, one thing that's interesting is I work with you guys all the time. Too much, really. Yes. Yeah, honestly. I was going to say that, too. Um, so we are, we have some exciting news. We, we haven't really communicated this to the whole church, but we have a brand new live album that is coming yes, out sir. November mm-hmm. 4th. Yep. So I don't know when people are listening. I don't know, listener, I don't know when you're listening to this right now. This could be in the future. This could be in the past. I don't know. Yeah. But with something that we are really excited about, we've been working on it for... Long time. Too long. Really? Albums really just take too long. long. They take too long. Yes. But, and, and these are some, some songs we have already been singing at Rocky, some we have not introduced yet. Yep. Which is really cool. But this all started um, at w- the recording, at least, was a worship night that we had several months back. I don't even remember what. I think it was in June. Okay, June? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And uh, it was a live recording. It was an awesome night. And we're taking these songs and we're, we're putting them on Spotify and Apple Music and all those places. Yeah. But we have some, like, sec- not secret, but we have some singles that are going to drop a little bit before that. Yep. Yeah, we're so pumped, dude. Yes. Yeah, that, and that worship night was... That was, was my favorite one that we've done. It was awesome. That was, it was crazy. A blast. Yeah. You guys should come to the next worship night. Yes. For sure. It, whenever we schedule it, you guys should come because it's just such a good thing for our church. And um, we're not going to be like recording an album every single time, but man, it is so good and like so refreshing. And mm-hmm. like we just leave like pumped. Yes. And like, yeah. Well, our next one is going to be wildly different than the one that we did in June. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the next worship night is going to be... Kind the band's not going to be on stage. We're yep. going to be on the same the, the, on the floor with with everyone else, and it's it's going to be stripped back a little bit. Yeah, and uh, I think it's going to be much more. Um, we use the, we overuse the word intimate, but much more intimate yeah. vibe. Uh, there was there was such an energy and excitement at the last worship night for sure. Yeah, totally. the band going like so hard is like really loud. Yes. And, you know what I mean. Like everybody's yeah. just like singing at the top of their lungs. Um, and, and the people who were there, and we told them we were recording this and it was going to be a project we were working on, which I think created another energy too. Well, yeah, that's, that's, really that's, cool. a, that's a good point that you bring up. Like our church's voice is going to be on these songs. Yes, you totally. Know I mean? It's one of those things that we like intentionally, like we mixed it for this and like we want people to be able to like hear the room. Yes. And so, yeah, it doesn't sound like a studio mm, album. No. Um, I mean, even to the point where like you'll hear someone 
call something out. You're like, that's Warren. Yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> like, we knew the people that were shouting. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. There is a moment at the end of Faithful God that it's like, that is Warren. I kept it in the track because yeah. I was like, dude, that's that's what we like. It's just going to be really cool. I'm so excited for you guys to, to hear this album and hear these songs. It's going to be really cool. So this yeah. is what I want to do over the next few episodes. These are These might end up being shorter. We're going to talk about each song that we're releasing as a single and a little bit about behind the music. Why did we write it? What was going on? Um, we, we can share how much you guys want to share about that. But then we're actually going to play the, the, the song in the episode. So at the end of today's episode, you're going to hear for the first time uh, our, one of our singles. We'll yeah. talk pre-release. About pre-release. So this is a pre-release for the pre-release. I love yeah. it. Yeah, so so stay tuned. Yeah, as you as we get closer to that song, listener, if you're listening like me, if you listen like one and a half speed or just sped up, you're gonna want to bring it back down to one. Otherwise, it's gonna sound real weird. <laughs> you know, chipmunk you gotta voices. be efficient with your time. <laughs> hey, it's true. It's true. So, um, before we dive into this week's single, I just want to talk about why we're writing songs in the first place. Yeah, um, because there's so much good music out there. Why do we want to write our own? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think for me, um, I grew up writing music. Like it's just always been a part of my life. You know what I mean? So there's an aspect of it where, you know, in sixth grade, I'm writing songs with my band. Yeah. You know, <laughs> what was the uh, name of that band? Flying Penguins. <laughs> um, it's amazing. <laughs> of course, Love Flying it. Penguins. Um, but yeah, so it's always been like a part of my my life. But then once I started like leading in church, like it, I didn't like always write worship music, you know what I mean? And I remember we started writing together because we were like, man, like we know the stories of the the people in our church and we know like what they're walking through. And I feel like, um, God is giving us this, this vision to like sing over our people and Mm -hmm. over their situations and over uh, the seasons of life that they're in. I remember when we first uh, wrote steady. Yeah. Um, that was, that was a time in my life where it felt like everything was like crazy and falling apart. That was a rough season. Yeah. Walking through so much just darkness and loss and all, all sorts of stuff. And then that song, like, like people latched onto it in church and they're like, no, that's, that's for my story Mm -hmm. too. Right. Like, Mm -hmm. You put me on your shoulders and walked me like that. That's my story too. And so I think there's an aspect of it. Like this is not just for us. Like this is for our church. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I feel like God just keeps giving us songs. That's like, Oh yeah, I can, I relate to that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So yeah. that, that's part of, I think why we're writing. Yeah. You know? Would you add? Dan? Yeah. Well, I think, I mean, it's a unique thing to be able to write songs for like what you're saying, Luke, for people that we know, for this place that we know, and also for like series that are coming out that we mm-hmm. know. We've written songs mm-hmm. where we're like, oh, we're going to be talking about this. This would be really good. We don't yep. sing a song that talks about this. We should write something. And sometimes it works out and sometimes it fizzles out and it mm-hmm. doesn't work, but it has worked. Um, and I think God is providing that for us to be able to to share and to lead really well on Sundays, but also I think music is just powerful in general. And so I think being able to, I think God's given us a gift to be able to write stuff. And so to be able to use that for, in this case now to record it for people to listen to outside of church Mm -hmm. and wherever they are is, is pretty special. It's pretty unique. Also just the dynamic, I think that we have together writing songs as a team, a lot of times is really difficult and can get like, 
Yeah. It's just a personal thing. Yeah. And so to be able to do that together and still be friends after however long we've worked together is pretty amazing. And I think just something special that God's done on our team as well. Yeah. It's, it's hard when you're like, hey, I think the lyric should be this. And someone's like, I don't. <laughs> right. And, and we've then, been there. <laughs> yes. And it's so bizarre, I think, as well, when you're writing worship music. Like, this is supposed to be music that is honoring God, and mm-hmm. it's lifting God up, and it's all these lofty things, and we're fighting about it. Right. Right? That's a weird <laughs> dynamic. It is weird. Um, but I think it's it's also healthy, just like everything else, as far as relationally working through things and working through mm-hmm. disagreements. Not that there's a lot of disagreement. Yeah. And ultimately, I think it actually gets us to a better... Yes, a better word, a deeper meaning in the song Mm -hmm. rather than maybe a cliche or something that's not as helpful. It's never not been worth it to just Mm -hmm. grind it out. Dig deeper. Yes. And sometimes our pushback, like I might be like, I don't know about this lyric. I don't know. I don't just don't know about it. And, but, but it keeps hanging out. Like the Mm -hmm. lyric keeps coming back. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I realize, no, maybe we should just go for it. And then I walk away and I'm like, I was wrong. Sure. That lyric was good. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so there's a humility aspect as well. Totally. So a lot of people don't know. The, so the, the way we're, we're not going to be talking about our staff structure, but um, I mean, the, the three of us are contributing to writing of these songs. But Luke, it's actually in your job description. It's like, hey, we want you to take the lead yeah. and push our church forward, push our, our, our team forward to, to, to write songs. And a lot of these songs start with you saying, hey, what about this? I have yeah, an idea. Yeah. I have an idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of lyric, a lot of melody. I mean, just a ton of it. But I, I think there might be some people who are saying, like, how do you guys write a song? <laughs> you know, like, what does it look like? Because maybe the expectation is, um, you know, you you have a dream, you wake up, and you write it down, and the song's done. Yeah. Uh, so really, really, really quickly, just just explain. What does that look like for us? I mean, I feel like it looks a bunch of different ways. I, I think there's been times where like Luke, you'll have a song and it's written in like a day, you know, you're like, mm-hmm. Nope, there it is. And then there's other songs. Um, I'm trying to think which one we, we worked on it for like a year. Source and center. Source dude. and center. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. We worked on that one for a year and it just, we loved it. We just couldn't dial it in. I do remember uh, we went off on a writing retreat, which we'll yeah. do every once in a while for a day to just focus and get away from distraction. But I remember we were writing that song. We were stuck on the bridge and we went to that Euro place in Estes Park. Uh-huh. Yeah, that burger. Yeah. Babas. Yeah, yeah, Babas. Yeah. And we're eating these onion rings and all this fried food. And in the middle of that, you know, I feel like Nick, heaven came down and we wrote yeah. that bridge. <laughs> yeah, Nick cracked the code on that he one. Did. He's like, what about this? And it's like, yeah. He crunched an onion ring and... It was mm-hmm. there. I like onion rings. Yeah. Hey. And fried pickles. Yes. Oh, their fried pickles are good. They're real good. So, but anyways, so I, yeah, I think it just happens a lot of different ways. And so, I think, sorry, no, I think go, sometimes go it. it can come just from like a random idea, a melody. And other times it can come from a like super personal experience. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, totally. I, I totally agree. I think for me, most of the time right now, um, I'm trying to write something. Yeah. You know, like I'm uh, like we're going into a series, you know, and I'm like, ooh, yeah, like what you're saying earlier. It's like we should write something about that. Or I'm sitting in the studio at church and I'm just like I'm like trying to like chase a vibe down. It's like we need a song like this. You mm-hmm, know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But there have been just as many songs um, where it comes from a moment with God where it's like 
I'm either just like overwhelmed by just his goodness or like how much he's like showed up for me and that sort of thing. Like all this time was kind of like that. It was Mm -hmm. just a a moment of like, wow, God, Mm. you know, and that song just kind of came together out of a moment with God and where you are, a song that we're going to talk about. Um, it came out of a totally different place. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, it was like, man, I feel like we need to write a song that's like, dude, we got to go yeah. with God. Like we mm-hmm. got to like, wherever you take me, God, like that's, that's where I'm going to go. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Where, so yeah, it just kind of, um, like that's where it starts. And then we all get together and then we like hone it in. Yeah. Work it out together. It's like, what if we did it like this? And what if we did it like this? And there's like 10 different versions of it. And then yeah. I remember when we were working on where you are, like we were like done with the song and then you and I were sitting in the studio and we FaceTime Dane and I was like, Dane, what about this verse? And Dane was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't remember that. I do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We were pumped about it. And then Dane was like, we just gotta, no, no. <laughs> um, and, and then the song is, it's, I'm so glad that you said no, because now I'm like, oh, dude, I can't imagine it any other way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so. An- another song I remember is Sound of Freedom. Mm-hmm. And we. And that that took forever. That was like a. Yeah. No, I was just going to say that one went really, really fast. Oh, the oh. vibe went fast. Yeah. Well, I remember um, we were at. Chick-fil-A. No, we were Earl at Mass a look. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. We were at Earl. Ma- we wrote the bridge in five seconds. Okay. But you wrote the chorus. Remember, we were we were working on that chorus forever. Yeah. And everything was so cheesy. Yep. And then Nick was like, what if it was like heaven's ringing? Yeah, I remember that. Oh, yeah. Dude, I <laughs> But then, I but do then remember. we got together. Yeah. And like, we're like, okay, let's finish this. And then it just went like that. Yep. Um, I'm going to edit this part out because I can't remember. Is it the bridge that we all separated and yes. came back with the same thing? Yes. Yep. Okay. Um, the, and, and what was cool is we didn't have the bridge written and we were at Earl's house. We divided up into different spots, and we're like, "Hey, let's just you know figure this out." We all came back and had the same idea. Yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> Are we gonna put that on on this album? Yeah, I think we should. I think we should too. Okay, because we do that we was don't, four or five years ago. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was. It, a, it's now or never for that one. It is. <laughs> That's true. Okay, so let's specifically talk about the single that we're gonna play in this episode, and it's called "Where You Are." It's actually going to be the name of the album because yep. we felt like it just kind of summarized what so many of the songs were saying. And uh, so let's talk about that. So, um, Luke, you, you brought the idea to this one uh-huh. first. So do you want to you talk about some? Yeah, totally. So that one started, um, like I said, it was an idea in my head of like a concept. Like we should write a song about following Jesus or, or like saying yes to God or that sort of thing. But it really started, I was at my house I was like, man, I kind of want this song to like rock a little bit. Like I kind of want it to be like <laughs> kind of like a rock and roll song. Because yeah, cause of the need where like we don't have. We don't. Yeah, totally. We don't and have one. So like I started and I was just like kind of just singing random things about following Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I like put my guitar down. I was like, that's not working. And I went over to the keyboard and then I was like, wherever you are, that's where I want to go. And I was like, oh, yeah, mm, there we go. I remember. There mm-hmm. we go. Um, I was like, that's going to be the thing. And then from there, I was like, okay, so like, if that's going to be the point, like wherever you are, that's where I want to go. I was like, so what does that mean for me? Mm. And then I was like, talking about the verses and it's like the first verses lead me to the broken, to the widow, to the orphan. I'm thinking about the life of Jesus and like Mm. where he shows up and Mm -hmm. it's always with people who are 
you know, on the margins of uh, society. And then the next line is meet me in the margins with yeah. uh, the leper and the lonely. I don't care what it costs. I want to be where you are. And then um, that that was the the moment. I was like, okay, like this is the direction we're going. And then, um, yeah, so we, we started going down that road. And then something so weird about like writing songs is like, that can stand alone, but it's like, where, where are we going? Mm-hmm. And so then I was like, well, what are we saying in this chorus? Like, what is going to be like the backbone of this song? Yeah. And like, and also like of the whole concept. And I was start, started thinking of Psalm 23 and it says, uh, like, even though I walk through the valley, um, and it, it's, it, I'm going to read it real quick. It says, the Lord is my shepherd and I have all that I need. Uh, he lets me rest in green meadows. He leads me beside peaceful streams and he renews my strength. And then later on it says, surely your goodness and your mercy will follow me. Um, and so there's just such a confidence in that. And I was like, mm-hmm. yes, like, mm-hmm. like, because like when we're walking with him, it's like, dude, even whatever comes, it's all, I don't care what it costs because yeah. so anyway, that's where the chorus came from. It's good shepherd of my soul, wherever you lead me, God, like that's, that's where I'm going to go. Mm-hmm. And because I can count on your goodness and your mercy uh, following me as I walk. And uh, yeah, so that's that's where like the, the start of this song happened. And then we worked on the bridge forever. Mm-hmm. We worked on the bridge for a long time. Um, because in this, like we're saying, lead me to the broken, send me to the nations, send me to where the pain is, send me like anywhere, Jesus, like wherever you are, that's where I want to go. And then I think we were talking about the bridge and it's like, we need like, in, like we need to take action now. Like this, like I want to, I want to sing about like taking action here. Mm-hmm. And, and we, we talked about multiple different things. Like I wrote one bridge that was like, yeah, okay, let's do that. And then I was like, no, <laughs> like it, I even like recorded a version of it. And it's like, Ugh. And then I remember us just sitting in the studio and I was like, we need to just talk about what it's like. Like what, what can we expect when we are with Jesus? What was happening when Jesus was doing ministry? Mm -hmm. Like what crazy things were happening? Totally. And like, if we're going to bank on his, his goodness and his mercy, like we're also going to bank on him doing the things that he was doing a long time ago. And then, um, so Matthew 11, uh, was something that was resonating with me in that moment, and this is, um, I'm not going to preach a sermon here, but uh, John the Baptist like sends his disciples to Jesus, and he's like, Jesus, are you actually the Messiah? Because I'm in prison right now. This doesn't seem like something you'd do. Yeah. And uh, it says, Jesus told them, go back and tell John what you hear and what you see. The blind see, the lame walk, those who have leprosy are cured, the deaf hear, the dead are raised, and the good news is being preached to the poor. Mm. And so it's just this like like slam it's like, oh yeah, I'm the I'm the guy. Yeah, like I'm exactly who you think I am. All the mm-hmm. things that you were hoping for. Yes, I'm yes, him. yes. And so that's where this bridge started building, because um, where you are, the blind will see. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, the blind will see, the deaf will hear, the voiceless will sing, mm-hmm. and um, there's just something like. And then we just started like snowballing on that idea of like, what else? It gets going. What mm-hmm. else? Mm-hmm. And we started writing those things, and then uh, the lost are found, the dead are raised, the humble are crowned. Um, so good. And then the third part of the bridge is the part where I just feel like we just start rocking. Yep. Yep. Um, 
It's like w- where you are. What does it say? <laughs> uh, where you are uh, is where I'll be. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. When so you move, when you move, the church will sing. Totally. So this is like that stamp of like, all right, we're going, we're doing mm-hmm. this. Uh, where you are is where I'll be, and when you move, the church, we're going to respond and we're going to mm-hmm. sing. It gives me chills. And A- every time I'm like, and then I'm Nick, you wrote up. you wrote like the the line of that song. You're like, we, you were just kind of like spitballing, and you're like, what if we're like, wherever you go, I'm going. And we were like, oh, yes, mm. dude. So and good. And so that was the, the hook through every, every section of the bridge. So what's funny about songwriting is you, you have the lyric and you share it. I'm like, yeah, that's awesome. And I'll start to sing it and I sing it wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And there's that gentle, like, um, hey, it's actually it's, not that word. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like, I know this song doesn't exist yet, it, but this it's, is how it's, it's going. It's, uh, yeah. It, yeah. it's wherever you are. That's where I'm going to go. And I keep saying, I'm gonna that's be. where I'm going to be. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, hey, good. Time out. Um, don't say that again. Yeah. Please. Yeah. Um, okay. So this song, maybe more than any other, has really bold statements. Totally. F- starting in verse one. Mm-hmm. And it's saying, lead me to all these people. And all these people tend to make us uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. I mean, we literally say to the, you know, to the leper, yeah. to the lonely. And if, if you're familiar with, with scripture, People that had leprosy all throughout scripture were the outcasts. Mm-hmm. Um, Untouchable. For a whole bunch of reasons. And people were afraid of them. So literally we're saying, lead me to all these people that are going to make my life harder. Yeah. Right? And then and then going, we were just talking about the bridge. You go to the bridge and it's saying all these bold things. And it's like the blind will see, the deaf will hear. What? what how, do you, how do you guys balance these things that are so bold? Uh, because what if they don't happen, right? Like mm-hmm. that tension of what if these miracles don't happen? As worship leaders, how do you how do you resolve that? I mean, I think that's that's a hard question to ask in any situation. You know, I think what I lean on is like that's who our God is, right. and um, He obviously there are times when He doesn't, um, and I just for me, I have to look at that and be like he, he knows what's up and I don't like, I'm, I I don't know that much. I I like to think I do, but I I just don't. Um, so then I lean on, it's like, okay, what does, what does scripture say? And really it's, we didn't make those lyrics up, you know, it's like, you hold that out of Matthew 11. Um, it's, it's what Jesus did. And I believe that, you know, Jesus is the same today that he was back then when mm-hmm. those stories are, you know, written down. And so I, I think that's, that's what I lean on in those moments. It's mm. like, okay, so I know, I know who you are and I know that regardless if you do this or not, you can, totally. you can do it's, it. That's exactly it. I think the when I'm like writing these things or we're, we're singing that, it's like, I'm not thinking about like, well, what if he doesn't? I'm thinking it's like, oh, like what if he does? Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, I know that he can. Like mm-hmm. I know that he can, and so why not? Yeah. So why not? Like, we why not see the blind be healed, and like why not have the the humble crown? Like you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. There's definitely I feel like it totally in my life. Like so many prayers that seem like God, why didn't you? Mm-hmm. Why didn't you step in? But it's like I know that he, I know that you can. Yeah. And so there's just what you were saying. It's like he's God, he's God, and we were talking about that yesterday yeah. in, in a meeting, but. Yeah. Well, uh, we interviewed Brian Mavis this, the last episode of the podcast. And he, when he's talking about the church, he said the church is satisfied with too little. Mm. 
And I'm guilty of that. Mm-hmm. And I think when I don't want to claim anything bold about God, it's I'm wanting to kind of insulate myself from disappointment. Sure, totally. Yeah. I want to protect oh, yeah. myself. It's like, well, God's probably not going to heal that person. God's probably not going to provide this thing. And that way, if it doesn't happen, then I'm not disappointed. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and th- so that is, that's a faith tension that is just foundational. Yeah. It is basic. And I think everyone uh, from w- you know who we are right now all the way back to, you know, the, the Old Testament people, you know, that we were struggling with that same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think so that I think it's important to challenge myself, to mm-hmm. push myself to say, this actually is true. Totally. And I should, I should claim this. And I think that's something about singing in church in general is like, you are basically praying this prayer that's like, God, I, my faith is not strong right now. Yeah. Help me increase my faith right now. I think that's why a lot of times we sing these bold things mm-hmm. um, because it, it's, it's an act of responding and saying, you're in control, I'm not. So I'm giving this to you right now, 100%. And now without waiting anymore, we want to share with you guys our very first single. It's called Where You Are. Wherever you lead me, I will 
and your kindness.